You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. Ted Cruz, go f*** yourself. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behavior so you won't get it. Think about changing your behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. And thank you once again there to the uh, chief cook and bottle washer there. Hey, good Mist. morning, kids and kittens. Welcome to uh, Technical Difficulty Radio. Uh, young Mr. Shannon will be back with us shortly. This is Ed Venice from, uh, from Technical Problem uh, Central here in New York City. Uh, we're having some massive connection issues today. Uh, uh, so, uh, excuse me, sir? I was doing fine. Everything was unmuted. Everything was working just fine, sir. <laughs> well, uh, in that case, see you. I'll be back because I can't see you. Bye. Okay. <laughs> yes, and yes, indeed. Uh, uh, Ed is having some issues when it comes to his connectivity out there in uh, the Radio TFI uh, headquarters. Fortunately, I have a mini version of what he does there right here at the Northern Command Studio. So at this point in time, uh, we're going to go with uh, this, and Ed will be here to, to uh, join in here shortly. But right now, I got I got the power, if you will. So, <laughs> meanwhile, uh, got a lot of, geez, got a lot to, uh, going on here. I hope everybody is uh, has had a good week. There's been a, a lot happening in the news, as usual. Uh, of course, there's the... Uh, the Chauvin trial that uh, everybody is watching intently, not only here in Minnesota, but literally worldwide. Uh, I'll have some thoughts on that. Hopefully Ed can uh, get back here uh, in the saddle and we can talk about that. Uh, got a bunch of other stuff too, uh, including the um, in including the latest issues with, with uh, Matt Gates. Uh, this guy... This guy is, is, is some special kind of uh, crazy, and uh, I hope to be able to get a clip in here a little bit later on, uh, just maybe explaining a little bit uh, about Matt Gates, where he comes from, why he is the way he is, and um, yeah, he's, he's, in a, he's in a hurt locker, that's for sure. I want to... Uh, I want to employ your sympathies here for just a little bit, if you uh, if you don't mind. 
my lovely spouse, the lovely and talented Miss Granny Annie, uh, is back in the hospital again this particular uh, week. She had uh, a minor procedure done, uh, again, ab uh, abdominal uh, procedure done. Um, you know, everything went well. She should be back here uh, busting my balls here within a couple of days, I'm sure. And yes, I indeed look forward to that. So, without uh, minus the uh, minus the ob obnoxious music here, uh, let me go into really quick. Let me go into now. You know what? Screw that. I was going to go into the uh, st uh, stock report, but let's face it. It's uh, Uber and Lyft are still uh, alive and and well, I guess, if you will for this week, so we'll just leave it at that. I do, however, have a clip I want to play you real quick. This is uh, uh, this is something that basically goes to show just how privileged uh, Uber and uh, Uber passengers, Uber and Lyft passengers think they are. So, um, we're going to go ahead and play you this. I, I saw this and I couldn't help but feel mildly sorry for the, uh, the driver in this uh, particular situation. This is a racist car ride I've ever been in. Him right there, whatever his name is. I didn't call this ride. He said I couldn't eat my food in the Uber. Mind you, I never even, I only took a bite. You get what I'm saying? He was only from then. He's a racist fuck, a racist Indian fuck. Yes, you. You, 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 whatever your fucking name is, we can see you, yes, you. At the end of the day, that's extremely okay, racist. Okay, if she doesn't leave, I love to call the cops. I don't care, call yeah. the fucking cops, we're not entitled, we pay the contract. I'll do it. Your ride is over. Yeah. Okay, I'm talking to Nike, your ride is okay. over. I've been waiting yeah. for your next Uber, Uber, but she is being abusive. Don't let it be you. Okay? Don't if you want to you. wait, keep quiet, wait, no problem. Did I say okay, anything? Okay, then shut the fuck up, you don't but get to defend what we say, what we do! You don't get to defend, nigga! Like I said, there there is a part of me that feels somewhat sorry for that uh, particular uh, Uber driver. And, and you want to you want to talk about the whole thing with racism and what have you? Look, just because you are of you're a young African American girl, and yes, you've had probably had to deal with issues of racism yourself. But you should be that much more uh, sympathetic, a little less apt to be starting to sling racial, racial slurs at other people just because your little privileged ass did not uh, get to eat in the uh, get to eat in the backseat of, of that man's vehicle. Uh, I have never. Fortunately, I don't. Uh, um, I don't run into that type of issue uh, as much with my line of work. Mostly, mostly of what I've, I've been doing is, is is the medical transportation, but I do get it. Uh, you know, three or four private pay rides, uh, quote unquote traditional taxi rides, 
uh, here and there. And I'm the, I've been lucky with as far as the passengers I get are concerned. I ask them not to eat in the car. They don't eat in the car. But it's pretty much, pretty much that simple. Um, I, I just, it just seems like it's a different breed of cat with these people who are riding these Ubers. They just feel like they're privileged. They feel like they, they're above everything else. And uh, it's, uh, hey, are you, are you back with me now? Uh, now that's that's well I didn't hear what you said maybe maybe that's a different story I believe I am hey he's back ladies and gentlemen from the radio TFI headquarters where they didn't pay their internet bill for uh, last month it is Mr. Ed Van Ness good morning sir well, good morning, kids and kittens, from the Better Late Than Never department here at the Executive Tower. <laughs> we had we had a number of connection issues that actually had nothing to do with the main internet. There were, uh, long story short, it was my phone creating the problem. But we are here. Your phone? Uh, uh, it's a long story. My personal hotspot was on. It was a little too hot for this spot. So. You, what were you using, dial-up error? <laughs> Jeez. You know, I've really got to do something about that uh, rotary phone that I have on the wall in the kitchen. I know, right? Jesus. But anyway, kids and kittens, we're happy to be here. I did get a glimpse that uh, John was playing that video from uh, from the Uber car, and I, and I just want to say one thing. Uh, I just want to de- detour to that for a second. My favorite part of that video is within within the first few seconds when the young lady says, "It's this is the most racist thing I've ever seen." Racist. Yeah, well, don't don't let proper English get in your way. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so now that I'm here, let's really start the show. Now, now we have technical issues. John is broadcasting the show, and uh, yes, I have the mini me version of uh, what's going on uh, over there at the uh, at the headquarters. So I am able to do that and. Believe it or not, it'll actually be recorded properly for uh, for SoundCloud even. So, damn, things are going good. You say that now, but uh, anyway. Uh, so, I, I, I'm, I'm catching up here. I was all set and ready to go. I was all set and ready to go. But, <clears throat> excuse me. Now, the first thing I want to talk about, before we get into anything else, John, did you not have your second shot this week? I did have my second shot. I had my second shot yesterday. So we are now, a f- well, we're about two weeks shy of being a fully vaccinated showboat. We're on our way much more than other shows. Well, I want you to know I cheated yesterday. What did you do? Uh, take another uh, vaccine? How did you yeah. cheat? Yeah, I took one of those Johnson & Johnson vaccines, too, with <laughs> that word. Yeah, no, I, um, I went out with, I went out with uh, baby Oliver and the family. We all went to Olive Garden. Now, they, now um, Brandon and Angie both have been vaccinated for, they, they got vaccinated long before I did, believe it or not. Um, but we, uh, yeah, we're all, uh, I, so about a weekend now I finally, uh, decided to hell with this. I want some, I want some real food, some real service, uh, 
So I just, I was getting tired. You know, anybody can go to these restaurants and get the, to get the stuff takeout. Well, by the time you get it home, you have to throw it in the damn microwave for four minutes just to try to get it to be somewhat hot. I just, now nah, I've just had my fill of that. So we went into a, uh, went into an olive garden. They did a good job. All this, all the service person, you know, all the waiters and waitresses and hosts and hostesses and everybody that had to was wearing masks. So everything was, um, everything was, was wonderful. Nice meal. It was, it was, uh, great. So yeah, I did that about a week earlier than I should have. Uh, this morning, I still have all all ten fingers, all ten toes. Uh, oh, there you go. So it was funny when you when you said you cheated. I thought maybe you uh, you took your Moderna with it with it and backed it up with a shot of J and J. Yeah, the, so, there you go. So, how are you feeling physically? How were you feeling physically? Because I want to talk about how I'm feeling. Oh uh, well, I felt. It. Like I got hit by a Mack truck. Really? After, after, oh, my God. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, to the point where when I went in to get into my, and, and this lasted, too. The first, uh, after the first shot, I felt like crap that Saturday. But by Saturday evening, I was feeling fine. Um, this last one, no, not so much. Uh, even to the point where Monday morning I was having... I had all I could do to lift my leg to get it in my van. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say lift your leg to go to the bathroom. But well, that's another, that's another story for another time. Yes. So. Wall Street dog, you. Uh, I uh, the first shot. My uh, I got both of them in my left arm, and almost immediately with the first shot, it was soreness, and mm. I described as I described it, it was like getting hit with a with a baseball, and uh, it was there. Yeah. About 18 hours, but other than that, I had no problems. So yesterday, I get the shot. It's about ooh, one o'clock ish, and not feeling anything. Not feeling that. I, I felt nothing till about eight o'clock at night. Then, then the soreness began. Mm -hmm. uh, now, not pain, not consistent pain, but I whenever ow, I move it and I can feel it. Mm -hmm. And it's all overnight and this morning. Now I also feel. That not only do I was I hit by a baseball, but that they snuck up behind me and and and, and uh, hit me with the bat too. I, I'm I'll get through the show, but I can feel my body right now is uh, I've got that. I don't even want to say achy, just uh, just weighed down kind of feeling. I, I'm oh, going to yeah. be fine. I should be fine by tomorrow. And you know, again, this still beats the ventilator. Oh yeah, absolutely. You have to, you have to look at it that way. There, there is, yeah, it is. It's one of those things where, okay, yeah, you're sore for a day or two or whatever, and you know you're just you're not feeling a hundred percent. But after that all goes away, you know, in in your mind's eye, you feel, you feel a lot better. A little bit later on in the show, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, I want to cover. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Keith on our, our good friend Keith Oberman, who's going to tell you, tell us how he feels about uh, uh, vaccines and the possibility of having a vaccination um, uh, 
passport, if you will. I will I'll, we'll get to that a little bit later on because uh, I have some thoughts on that as well. Uh, I didn't do I didn't do the uh, the uh, stock market report while you were down. Uh, well, like 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 I said, suffice it to say that Uber and Lyft are doing just fine this week. Oh uh, no 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 no. No. Oh, oh! You really wanted to go back to that? Now we we are we are sixteen minutes into this show. This is the Radio TFI Stock Market Watch. Desperately needing a sponsor and a better name this week. Uber closed the week at fifty-seven dollars and sixty-eight cents, up eight pennies, eight cents since last week. Meanwhile, Lyft closed the week at sixty dollars ninety-seven cents. Down three dollars and sixty-seven cents. This has been the Radio TFI Market Watch. Oh my God! Lift is down three dollars. That's it. They're going to fold up the tents. Three sixty-seven, sir. Pay attention. Pay attention. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, before we before we move on, and we're going to talk a lot about uh, since we've been talking about vaccines. Uh, I want to bring this up. This is a tweet from. Uh, from our, our good pal up there in the north, Christine Hubbard, uh, queen of all hacks. She had tweeted, and she's been going on about this for some time now, uh, about about taxi drivers uh, getting getting vaccinated. Uh, she put this out the other day. It says, order coming through the Beck Gap right now. Father getting COVID tested, has symptoms, will wear a mask and gloves. And then in all caps, she wrote, is this the responsibility of taxi drivers who have not received so much as a mask from our province or city? Now, if you go to RadioTFI.com, you will find a very lengthy interview uh, with Christine. It was too, it's too long for us to put on the show uh, to give it justice, but it's uh, prominent right there on the website. Uh, she did a TV interview. Uh, uh, this is... On this topic of why aren't the taxi drivers being taken care of they're expected to shuttle people back and forth with and without especially with symptoms or with the covid and the city's not so much as even giving them giving them a passing thought not even handing them a napkin to put over their face so uh i highly recommend i highly recommend as i as we always do anything that christine does by all means take a look at it listen i i i totally agree with you but we also have to understand that a little bit of this is on the onus of the drivers too. Now I don't know how many of her of her drivers have any as, as much as a, a, a safety shield, um, masks, or a dime a dozen. Now I would be if I were a driver up there, I would be protecting myself to the nth degree. Right now, I, I don't. Just, uh, that's not her point. Her point is, why can't they get vaccinated? Well, I I don't know what what kind of priority system they're using up there in, in well, Ontario. And that's, that, that's her point. Is that you're expecting these drivers to move these people about, okay? Mm. And you're not even taking into account that uh, they should be vaccinated or, you know, uh, to protect them in this way. This is. Now that we have ample supply and mm -hmm. so me, ample enough, so the question is: First off, hold on, for, hold on. I understand there's a lot of people that are essential, and there's a, everybody wants it. We all get that, okay? Mm -hmm. And these mm -hmm. are not these are not easy questions to answer. 
But apparently, the topic isn't be isn't being isn't even being broached by the powers that be. Uh, taxi drivers, as usual, are put right down on the bottom of the list. Nobody wants us around until what? Until they need us. Well, and then you have to ask yourself within that, and just and just out of fairness here, uh, our bus drivers be our bus drivers uh, on any type of list as far as vaccinations are concerned. Well, any, anybody doing public transit? I I didn't quite hear what you said. They they are. I said anybody doing public transit. It, but are they being? Should be. Oh, but are know. they? That these you gotta ask those questions. I I don't know again what their priority list. And quite frankly, you know, it isn't like Canada has the same options that we have here as far as the vaccines are concerned. I have heard and seen a couple of things where they don't have the amount of vaccines there that we do as of yet. Uh, And then you have to ask yourself, well, why? Why don't they have the amount of vaccines uh, available to them? Do you, do you know how easy it was, Ed, for me to get a, to get my vac- sign up and get my vaccine? Well, you walked into the clinic with the baseball bat swinging it, and uh, they pretty much gave in to you, didn't they? I'm a, I'm a 58-year-old man. People do not fear me when I walk in with a I have to walk in with a da- I have to walk in with a Ruger before I catch anybody's attention here. So you have to walk in with the Minnesota Twins to. pretty much so uh no i seriously i could have gotten a vaccination next day i went onto my little app my little uh uh, uh, my chart app i could have signed up for my first vaccination the next day the times didn't work so i went two days out and i'm glad i went on a friday because it gave me the weekend to kind of recover from it uh so yeah, it was uh, it it was easy peasy for me, almost embarrassingly easy. Uh, oh, I I had the same quote unquote issue in that once once uh, New York State dropped it down to sixty, uh, I made an appointment, and then the hospital that I deal with, uh, I had an appointment in May, mm-hmm. and they called me on a Tuesday and said, "Oh, you're eligible." to uh to get the vaccine can you come by thursday how's that work for you oh well, that works out pretty darn good for me you know exactly. two days out. i mean it couldn't have worked out any easier for me mm-hmm. and uh, um <clears throat> tell you what let's do this as long as we're talking vaccines so we're not bouncing back and forth i do want to get more into the uh derek chauvin trial but we can come back to that a little bit vaccination passports before before we play keith what do you think about i well first off i have mine i already have mine it's Uh the little card that they gave you it's the same card same exact thing you need a driver's license you need what what is the problem what is the problem for a private business to say Hey, we we can you show us that you've been vaccinated? Okay, look, you know, for some reason people think. See, as soon as this was made political, this whole thing went off the rails. Nobody's trying to hurt anybody here. Okay, this these vaccines did not just pop up, by the way, in the past year. 
as I've as I've learned, these were in development for a long time. Uh, mm-hmm. The the base of the, of of these vaccines, you know, I guess all they needed was the last couple of ingredients. Once they once they knew that they were exactly what they were dealing with, and kids and kittens, you're talking to a guy who knows less than zero about pharmaceutical. Well, creating pharmaceuticals anyway. We'll Let's... leave that other stuff in my past. Let's see what but, Keith has to say about uh, about vaccination uh, passports. Hold on, hold on a second, because for us to do that, there's a there's. Go ahead, you uh, you you wait. There's a technical issue here. Uh, you go ahead. Go ahead. This is Oberman versus opponents of so-called vaccine passports. Save it. You lost. They're already here, and they're already necessary. Right now, to get into an event at Madison Square Garden here in New York, you must do one of three things. One, you must take a COVID-19 saliva test, costs around 119 bucks. Or two, you must have a cotton swab on the end of a stick that is approximately the length of a baseball bat stuck into your nose or throat, and you pay 30 bucks for the privilege. Or three, you can show proof that you have been fully vaccinated at least two weeks ago. You flash the guy a vaccination card, which is essentially a vaccine passport, or you show him a state-issued barcode called an Excelsior Pass, which is literally a vaccine passport, and he says, enjoy the game, and nobody charges you 119 bucks or jams a Q-tip that's approximately the size of a javelin up your nose. Which option do you think most sports fans, concert goers, airplane travelers, restaurant customers, school teachers, college students, and anybody else is going to choose? Javelin up your nose, $119 test, or a free vaccination barcode that helps keep a virus from killing us all? Wow, I'm going to take the barcode every time. Because, of course, shortly there will be vaccine passports or passive-aggressive vaccine passports everywhere. Once the majority is vaccinated, few businesses will want to admit the unvaccinated. There could be legal liabilities in that. I don't believe in mandatory vaccination, even though we had it in this country for smallpox, for polio, for a century. But private businesses refusing to admit the unvaccinated? That's completely legal and completely ethical. So Governor Abbott, Governor Moron DeSantis, get used to it, get vaccinated, get registered. And if you're going to fight about vaccine passports, fight to make sure they cannot be misused by government or business or anybody else. Because call them whatever you want. The market forces that conservatives so adore will always favor the free barcode over the $119 tree branch up your nose. And once again, all Oberman all the time here on the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. By the way, hey, you're welcome to chime in with your opinion on this too. 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. You can always uh, go on to our little comment section here if you're uh, looking uh, or if you're watching this on the on the stream. Uh, hey, you can still use a payphone. We'll even pick up the tab if you... Uh, if yes, you will. will, yeah. How about that? So, yeah. By all means, let's uh, look. I look at it like this: very simple. I go to your house, the Van Ness, the Van Ness Mansion there, that house on the hill up there overlooking Brooklyn. No, not Brooklyn. It overlooks the lower half of the entire state. Oh, okay. If if you uh, 
Well, okay. How you doing? But uh, anyways, I, I go and I come into your house and you have one simple request. Before you come in, take your shoes off. I don't That's want. Right, yeah. I I don't. I don't. I don't want uh, your muddy footprints all over my my posh rug here, my posh shag carpeting. <laughs> so, either either I say yes. <laughs> either I say okay, no problem. Slip off my shoes. I pay. Hey, that's one of the reasons, quite frankly, I wear slip-on shoes. I don't have tie yeah, shoes. I slip off my shoes. You're yeah. Not, you don't have time for that. Exactly. Or I say, well, sorry, Ed, you know what? I just don't feel motivated to take my shoes off. I'll call you on the phone. We'll, we'll, we'll do FaceTime or some damn thing like that. But the fact of the matter is, you go into... Any business, it is their right. If they want, if they want to see proof of vaccination, because quite frankly, they don't want, uh, they they don't want you walking through their business, infecting a other customers, uh, infecting. Maybe we still have maybe we still have a eighty nine year old mama that still that maybe for whatever reason can't get the vaccine or whatever whatever the case may be it doesn't they don't even really need a reason for you to they don't need a reason if they want to um, have you vaccinated. No no shirt, no shoes, no service. It, well, That's right under that category. That's exactly the category. Of, exactly. Uh, yeah, that's exact. Look, I, I'm running a business here. I, I want you, if I put up a sign that says, you can only enter if you're wearing pink polka dots. Now, this is my choice. I'm limiting my business to people that wear pink polka dots. Yeah. And that is my option. Uh, if I request that or insist that you show proof of vaccination or you know what whatever the case may be well you can stand out there scream and yell all you want you can call the cops this is a private business this is you don't have a right to enter my property you have rights but you do not have or i can restrict my business to nobody i can let nobody in if i if i so choose exactly so you know, uh, it's look, and we have a, a, a lot of the, uh, you know, I'm not going to get vaccinated people. Well, look, this uh, one, one of the one of the interesting things I've heard recently is, well, you know, they, they just they just started the damn thing a year ago. That's not true. That's not true. They've been researching these uh, these uh, these types these types of viruses for many many years now. Like I said earlier, all they had to do was, you know, oh, okay, it's this one. We need to throw this, that, and the other thing in the mix. Obviously, I'm oversimplifying it, and uh, and away you go. But no, you're and really we, not. You got the gravy going. You got the the base. You got the cornstarch. You got the, uh, the flavor. Yeah, all you got to do is throw in a little seasoning there, and that's exactly what yeah. they did. Uh, no, it's, it's, and, and my my other favorite is well, I don't know what's in it. Really, have you ever eaten a hot dog? 
<laughs> Boy, I tell you. <laughs> you turn it, you use electricity, don't you? Explain that to me. How does that work? You don't know, but science knows. Science <laughs> made it safe for you. Do you remember do you remember the movie you remember the movie Dragnet? Dan Aykroyd and uh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Sure. When Tom Hanks uh, uh, tells Dan Aykroyd, do you ever realize what uh, goes into an industrial sausage uh, press or whatever the hell? <laughs> you know, you're absolutely right when you use the hot dog analogy. You have no hey, clue hey. what's in a freaking hot dog. It is uh, hot dog sausage. You can use the same. I, I heard that a couple of weeks ago, and, and it just all came together for me. Look, we eat this all the time. We don't know what's in it. Oh, sure, the ingredients are on the side of the package, but you ain't getting the ingredient list when you buy that, when you buy a dirty water dog off the streets. And by the way, that's what we call them here in New York, dirty I'd, water dog. Mm-hmm. And uh, so far, it does not appear anybody has dropped dead from the vaccine. Um, and I hope I, I, I'm not the leader of the pack there, but hey, you know. Well, and they didn't, they didn't lie to anybody. They said there was going to be side effects. Sure. You, you, sure. Fe- you feel like you got your ass handed to you for about a day, maybe a day and a half. That's about what it took for me. But you know what? I feel better. I feel much better knowing that I am vaccinated. I'm still not going to get overly stupid here. Yeah, like I said, I I cheated. I only I didn't wait two weeks. I waited, waited a, a week and we went out and grabbed a, a bite Look, to eat. You, you cheated. You broke the law, so... Sir, oh, uh, oh, oh yeah, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. On that topic, on that topic, uh, Pat Oswalt, a very funny comedian, actor. You've seen him in a lot of things. He was on The King of Queens. He played the Rat in Ratatouille. He played Ratatouille, many, many things. Uh, I follow him. He's very funny. But he put this out the other day. When the polio vaccine dropped in 1955, people lined up to get it, and we were two years away from artificial satellites. Now in 2021, we carry external world brains in our pockets, and there's robots on Mars, and idiots think the COVID vaccine is full of wizard poison. <laughs> I, I mean, it's... Look, if, if they want to implant uh, nanotech in me, I'm all for it. I've been for it for years. I want the RFID chip in me that has my basic information. They're following us anyway if they want. Everybody, every one of you carrying a, 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 a smartphone or even just any kind of mobile device. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, even if you're living in the 80s and you got a pager, you can be tracked. Everybody can be tracked. So, uh, uh, look, and, and I go to the, the most basic reason you want this because I've been through it. If you wind up in the hospital by yourself and nobody knows who you are, and they can get your... Me- I'm more interested in it for your medical history. You know, there's your name, there's your social, and your medical history. So now they know what to give you and what not to give you. Because it's the difference of sitting up in bed and eat- eating bacon and eggs the next morning or going into a two-week nap. Exactly. He said. Uh, mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy, we put a, we put a lot of stuff. Kids and kittens, you have no idea how much stuff we put. The young young John Shannon has found a new toy here, putting videos up. And I gotta say, John, because we didn't have a chance to speak uh, pre-show because <clears throat> one of us had a problem. Uh, 
I gotta I, say, there were about three or four of them that I had already set aside that you had already placed up there. Now, we're not going to get to all of them, and John also has the... has a, we, We're trying to wean him off putting up six- and seven-minute-long stories. And it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen, but he's going to try to to wean me off. Gonna, there's, a couple, there's one story in particular here, as we move away briefly uh, from the COVID, uh, the, the Army Lieutenant. Now, yeah, that just... That just kind of uh, sprung a, up. That's a long video, and we have it posted on the website. This Actually, I have a couple of shortened, shorter versions of that up here. All right, and we'll we'll, we'll do that. But uh, um, and we can always cut it as you know, if, if need be, too. But listen, I need to. Uh, we need to step away for just a second here to take a a quick two minute pause. So, uh, do you have that, or would you like me to have that? I have something here that I believe we can, uh, oops, I thought we, oh yeah, I do, I do have something. Take All it right. away. All right, we'll be uh, back in a couple minutes here. You're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. I'm Tom Shaw from England. You're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. This is Betty White. I know you don't need one more thing to worry about, but listen, High blood pressure can cause kidney damage, blindness, heart attack, stroke. And you can have high blood pressure even if you feel all right. One in seven adults has it, but it's easy to get your blood pressure checked and you can treat it if it is too high. So don't worry about it. Don't ignore it. Just see your doctor and check it out. For your free booklet, visit the Will Rogers Institute at wrinstitute.org and find us on Facebook and Twitter. Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola, things go better with Coca-Cola. Life is much more fun when you're refreshed. And Coke refreshes you best. It's the refreshing S. Food goes better with, fun goes better with, you go better with Coke. The real life one puts extra fun in you and everything you do. So things go better with Coca-Cola, things go better with Coke. This is Mike King. Give us a call at 754-800-CHAT. That's 754-800-2428. Call us or not. I don't give a f***. Hey, kids and kittens. This is your old pal, Uncle Ed Van Ness. We're back. John will be back with us just momentarily after our little pause for the cause there. Uh, until John gets back, I got a couple things I want to I, I, I show to you. This was probably one of the famous my favorite images uh of the week that i came up with uh without question and look we lost let me let me kind of get into this first i think it's very odd that prince philip and dmx both died on the same day you never saw them in the same room together i hold that they are the same person by the way by the way in the dc uh DC uh, Extended Universe. How was it that Superman and Clark Kent died on the same day? And nobody put that together. Nobody. Anyway, with with two celebrities dying, you know that this, this comes in three threes. And as I always say, I want eyes on Betty White. She is a national treasure. But this came up very in, uh, uh, the, the other day, and I think it's very interesting. Betty White was born in 1922. Sliced bread was invented in 1928. Therefore, sliced bread is the greatest thing since Betty White. And you can't argue with that, now can you? Betty uh, White is fantastic. John's looking at me like, what the? I shouldn't leave her so... I can't leave him alone. 
Pretty much. That, that is pretty much it. Well, All right. Betty White doing, doing her uh, high blood pressure spot there. So, so under the under the idea of cart before horse or however, and I don't see all these. I guess maybe this. You you were talking about the the young man who was pulled over. I believe this was in Virginia, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yes. Army lieutenant. Army lieutenant. Oh, geez. I even had his name here someplace, but I'd have to go to another page. Uh, but yeah, let me time out for one hot. Anyway, an army, an army lieutenant got pulled over by the police. <clears throat> Excuse me, and there was body cam footage of this. Uh, two officers were there. The second officer that pulls up, uh, he was the one with a little bit of a an attitude issue. Uh, Karen Nazario, sorry. uh, a uh, and I guess he is of. Uh, black and latino descent but right. he's an well, army an well, army lieutenant right all we had to do was tell the story and you'd know he was black uh well ain't that the truth agreed. so he stops the car he drives to a well-lit he drove about a mile after after they hit the lights on him so he goes to a well-lit public location a gas station uh two eventually two officers are there and he's got his hands outside the car as directed. And he is he is fearful for his life. Mm-hmm. And to to listen to the one officer whose body cam you see most of this, the uh, the the perspective of, you know, the guy doesn't want the lieutenant does not want to leave the car, and he says so. He says, "I'm afraid. I am afraid." To which they replied, "You should be afraid." If I you if I be remember, afraid. yeah. Yes. Yes. There's a whole series of whole series of people out there, and I've talked about this before. First Amendment auditors, and uh, what they do is uh, they go out, and now they're spreading out. It's not just the police, uh, but they'll they'll film on public property and not say a word to anybody. Eventually, somebody will question them and call the police, and. Right now, more and more police, they, the, the numbers starting to climb a little bit, understand what they're doing. Whether, whether you like it or not, it's well within your First Amendment rights to do this. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can film. If you can see it from public, you can record it. If you don't want somebody uh, shooting video into your parking lot, put up a fence. It's your responsibility. And a lot of places, a lot of times, they'll go to post offices, which, by the way, uh, rule seven: If you're ever in the post office, look on. There's a poster. Every post office. Uh, how things are supposed to be governed in a United States post service. Look at rule seven. Specifically says it is perfectly fine to take photographs and uh, and record in 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 any public accessible area of the post office. And by the way, none of these people ever go where they're not supposed to be. They don't go into restricted areas. And it's it's always interesting to see, a how little some of the police know about about these laws, but more more importantly and more more distressing is how pumped up and uh, testosterone is spilling out of their ears, because they just can't admit they didn't know something, and that this person might be. By the way, and just a reminder: if you've done nothing wrong, if you haven't committed a crime or suspected of a crime. Or if they can't uh, reasonably articulate a crime, 
You do not have to show ID in most states. I think there's a few where you do when the police ask. But just because the cops want to know your name, you don't have to tell them. You don't have to tell them. I'm not saying get into a big tussle with the police. But until, uh, except for traffic stops. Traffic stops are different. You can, you because by law, uh, you agree to, you have to turn over your, your driver's license on a traffic stop. But, uh, yeah. but anyway, yeah. But anyway, getting back to it, this poor lieutenant was just, uh, then they they eventually walked over to the car and they pepper sprayed him. Uh, I think they hit him with a, what we used to call a cattle prod, too. I don't uh, know about that. I can't speak to that. I thought I saw them stick some sort of object in and jab him in the arm with it at one point in time. Uh, I think that was the pepper spray. Uh, this was... Well, I, I know it's your one time. Yeah, I've I've watched because I put up like three different videos at at one point in time or another to try to figure one that was actually what I thought was time appropriate, and uh, so I've reviewed a, quite a bit of video on this. And of course, you know, this kind of brings up that fresh wound of uh, fortunately, okay, for, fortunately, uh, this man was alive to talk about it and yeah to tell the story uh, and is is indeed going to be sued i believe he's going after civil uh, lawsuit if i'm not mistaken in this deal well uh, what, what we have to get rid of here is qualified immunity okay mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't unless look i've said it before i'll say it again police officers have a dangerous job and we mm-hmm. appreciate the fact that they're out there it does not mean you get to go out there and just do what the hell you like, okay? It doesn't mean you can park your car on the sidewalk in front of my house. It doesn't mean just, uh, I, I told the story a few weeks ago, uh, a, a background person walked up to me, flashed his uh, NYPD credentials. I need a ride. Well, I'm, that's not what I'm assigned to do right now. Yeah, but, yeah, but nothing. As in, by the way, you flashing your background, speak to production. They'll get you where you need to go. But you don't flash that badge at me. That doesn't, that makes, you know, that makes me dig in my heels that you want special attention on something that uh, if we were at a crime scene, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. You're, you're doing your part-time job, okay? I'm, so, uh, again, police have it rough sometimes, but you also, it does not give you the right to, you're just a citizen. You're, a, you're enforcing the law. You're not, you know, and what these cops, what these white bread cops don't understand, they think it's all a big joke that this uh, man of color uh, is afraid to get out of the car. Yeah. Uh, because, quite frankly, he wasn't doing anything illegal. He didn't have a license plate in this, I believe it's an SUV, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But he did have a temporary tag in the back window of this. So there should have been. Which you can see in the video. Oh, you can't. I didn't see that part. Okay. So, you can see it. So was he speeding? Was he... This was something that I just... I, I think that he... The lieutenant did the right thing. Pull in a well-lit that location. Is that is, uh, you know... If nothing else, I don't know if he sped up or did anything... 
to uh, to make them think that this was a, a high speed chase going on. No, he was just Apparently looking. Not. He, he was just, just looking for that. a safe place, right? Well lit, you know. I I think he did. I think he definitely did the right thing there, because let's face it, he wants to go home to wife and kids or whoever uh, tomorrow morning. So he does not want to end up like uh, oh, let's say George Floyd. Hmm. Yeah, well, it, it, it's, and these white Not, bread cops got to understand that right now there's black people, it's, it's, it's a different situation. People of color are dealing with this. And unless you are a person of color in, uh, that is uh, in, a, in some form of engagement with a police officer, you'll never understand this. Yeah, we're so, a little too white to get that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, listen, there. I want to. I want to um, go into this now here while we got a little bit of time in the first uh, hour. the The Chauvin trial. It looks like the prosecution is uh, getting kind of ready to wrap up their side of the story. Uh, they uh, they called in several. Uh, witnesses, expert witnesses when it comes to uh, pulmonology and what would have caused uh, uh, George Floyd's uh, heart to stop beating. This, uh, let me play this here. This is kind of a summary of the testimony in the last, uh, in the last couple of uh, days here. Today we heard from expert witness Dr. Martin Tobin. Appearing on behalf of the prosecution, he's practiced for more than 40 years and is an expert in the physiology of breathing. He testified that any normal healthy person would have died had they experienced what Mr. Floyd experienced. And they're pushing the handcuffs into his back and pushing them high. Then on the other side, you have the street. So the street is playing a crucial part because he's against a hard asphalt street. It's like the left side is in a vice. It's totally being pushed in, squeezed in from each side. It was almost to the effect as if a surgeon had gone in and removed the lung. Tobin's expert testimony was particularly devastating for the defense's case because he dismissed any prospect of fentanyl or methamphetamine or any drugs or his existing health situation being responsible for his death. Mr. Floyd died from positional asphyxia, which is a fancy way of saying he died because he had no oxygen left in his body. Another prosecution expert witness, Dr. Bill Smock, an emergency physician with a specialty in forensics, said that the officers should have immediately tried to resuscitate Floyd as soon as he stopped responding. This speaks to the concept of duty of care, that in Minneapolis Police Department, the motto is, in your custody is in your care. Well, so, uh, yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Now, they also... They also uh, called in a uh, the actual medical examiner who did the uh, who did the final examination on George Floyd. Uh, he also yeah he also basically reiterated the same thing that these other two um, these other two witnesses had said. Uh, 
they didn't even, to tell you the truth, when they when they examined the contents of his stomach, they didn't even find any traces of um, of any type of uh, drug, whether it be fentanyl, whether it be uh, whatever else. They didn't. They he didn't. They didn't discover it in his uh, in his stomach. So now, was he was he possibly a, a under the influence a little bit, yeah. But he was. Um, I don't know. It it wasn't quite frankly, according to everything that I've seen, heard in the testimony, and I have been listening to this. Uh, there is no indication that that this was the primary cause of uh, of George Floyd's death. Had anything to do with his. Uh, uh, his preconditions. You realize how many African Americans have issues, or have elevated high or elevated blood pressure to begin with. Go ahead. You don't. No, have I have elevated blood pressure. Well, but by the, way, by the way, I'm sitting on a park. I'm sitting on a bus stop bench. I'm drunk out of my mind. Mm-hmm. I start to have a heart attack, and a car runs up on the sidewalk, hits me, and kills me. Did the heart attack kill me? Nope. No. No. Nope. Like I was drunk to kill me? Nope. What killed me? That car. car that car. I it was, gil- it was gil- that kill it- me? Nope. The car killed me. <laughs> and Gilchrist was driving that car, so he <laughs> you had a target on <laughs> we, we, we still got attorneys that have to get involved here. Let's let's not uh Gil! Gil! No, no. No, you can't eat. No, it doesn't go. Oh, God. Let me, I got one other. He's got a sausage, and you don't want to know what what he's doing with that. Yeah, well. I also, one of the other uh, key witnesses earlier on uh, last week was uh, Minneapolis uh, Police Chief Aaron Dondo. (laughs) Oh, boy, they kick him right in the nuts. Uh, Pretty much, but take a listen for yourself. You're familiar. You testified on direct examination that uh, it is contrary to the training that you've received to place your neck or your knee on a subject's neck. Counselor, if I can clarify, um, it is contrary to our training to indefinitely place um, your knee on a prone, handcuffed individual. For an indefinite period of time. For so, the issue that you take with it is the length of time. Counselor, the there's a couple of issues, and, and one of those again is, uh, as you've noted, uh, receiving the information. Um, is the person a threat to the officers or others? What is the severity of the crime? Uh, are you reevaluating and assessing the person's medical condition? So all of that critical thinking. Um, that's so that's really key for me in terms of why I vehemently disagree that that was the appropriate use of force for that situation okay I think that that uh, pretty much uh, covered it so yeah what they're saying is is okay he was in the prone position there was you know the people uh, 
suspects are in in late in a prone position uh, uh, quite a bit and, and of course you know the defense will geez if you you know uh, when you if you have covid they want you laying on your stomach uh, yeah they try to make all these excuses as to why being in the prone position wasn't uh, wasn't a problem well there, there's one big difference here. When you're in the prone position, handcuffed, and could do nothing about it, you aren't moving very much, and it is, and you and you got the weight of this. You know, okay, so he only so he only weighed 140 pounds. Well, you lay on your stomach with your hands behind your back. Let me go find a 140 pound anvil and put it on the back of your neck. And now, and notwithstanding the fact there's also the cops' gear. Apparently, they wear about 30 to 40 pounds worth of gear on them, uh, for according to the testimony. So, okay, let's let's put about a 180 pound anvil on the back of your neck and see how you deal deal with it. I got a better idea yet there for Derek Chauvin. Why don't you lay on your belly there and wrap your hands, tie your hands behind your back and let me put my 250 pound knee on your neck and let me see if you, let's see if you can survive nine minutes of it. Tap in other it. words, in other words, it would look something like this. Yeah, you know, that's absolutely, <laughs> but, but, absolutely correct. I'm going to explain that picture in the second hour when we talk about it a little bit more. I have that for a different reason. You folks listening to audio have no idea what we're talking about, but that's okay. Neither do we most of the time. And we <laughs> I was just, just going to say, hey, one one last thing here. And then no, I'll, uh, no. Yeah, well, take a pill. <laughs> there actually has been some uh, uh, misgivings on how – uh, the suspect, the, excuse me, the defendant, rather, uh, pronounces his last name. Is it Chauvin? Is it Chauvin? Is Ooh, it Shaven? I, I, I'm really, you know, I, I've been having a lot of trouble with this. Do we have somebody that can definitively tell us we, how to pronounce we, it? We do. Now, you got to listen really close to okay. this. Because it's a so, subtle, it's a subtle distinction if I... Uh, quiet on the set. All right. Many people are mispronounced. French. It's murderer. Yeah, that's how I thought it was pronounced. Yeah, that sounds pretty damn close to me. That was uh, that's something. That might be two somethings. Might be two somethings. Something and a half. Something and a half. You got it. Yeah. Do you have our break queued up for... Uh, Don't worry uh, about it. I got it. Well, i just just making sure. All right, well, we'll be back here, uh, hopefully, for hour number two.
found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. His job to offer battle to bad men near and far. He conquered fear and he conquered hate. He turned dark night into day. He made his blazing saddle a torch to light the way. When outlaws rule the West and fear filled the land, Cry went up for a man with guts to take the West in hand. They needed a man who was brave and true, with justice for all as his aim. Then out of the sun rode a man with a gun, and Bart was his name. Yes, Bart was his name. He rode a blazing saddle. He wore a shining star His job to offer battle To bad men near and far He conquered fear and he conquered hate He turned dark night into day He made his blazing saddle A torch to light the Hello, handsome. Is that a ten-gallon hat, or are you just enjoying the show? Well, 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 where? How about that? Well, now I have to see if Facebook gets pissed off about that one. For 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 those, uh, by the way, welcome back uh, to hour number two of the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota. I am John Shannon, and over there, 
from the Radio TFI uh, Executive Tower, where I understand that um, the internet strength has has finally re- returned to full power. Full power. I'm not talking. Uh, I'm not talking to Max Headroom anymore. No. Uh, it uh, it is the one and only Ed Van Ness. Yes. If you were with us in the first hour, I wasn't. Well, at least for part of it. <laughs> good, good, good morning, kids and kittens, and uh, we're we're happy you're here. Welcome to uh, what we're claiming is the only fully uh, uh, COVID-vaccinated radio show on the internet. And uh, if you'd like to dispute that, well, fine. Well, we, we, we're taking on all challengers in a no-holes-barred match. Boy, we got to dig up that audio that we did that one time. That came out so great. Uh, but, yeah, we're here. We uh, By the way, that was the love theme from Blazing Saddles, if you're, uh, if you're not familiar with it. Uh, I gotta watch that movie again. You can't watch it enough. You can't. I, I, it's been a long time. I, I I gotta say, it's probably been at least twenty five years. Since oh, I've seen oh, you. Uh, I'll I'll say this then. If you want to look for a little something, something new, I promise you, you've never seen. In the scene where Black Bart uh, shows up to town for the first time, mm-hmm. and they've got mm-hmm. the band and they've got everything, and and the the sign goes rattling up when it's the one that says, welcome sheriff. Look in the bottom left hand. You'll see the guy pulling down on the shade. It, it's like a big old shade, retractable mm-hmm. shade. You'll see him pull it down and let it go. It's just one of those little movie things. It's uh, mm-hmm. what in the wild so which, which way, which way do we want to go here? Do we want to oh. talk a little bit about Matt Gates or do we want to talk about the, uh, Matt about the all-star game? Well, just remember, if you feel like you're behind in life, just remember, Matt Gates didn't get a high school girlfriend until he was almost 40. Well, there you go. Uh, in the words of Brigham Young, if you're going to bring him, bring him young. Yes, that's it. That's it. I was going to go through, uh, the CNN did a, uh, did a piece on how Matt Gates kind of rose to power. It is a little bit lengthy, so we'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and bypass that. But I do have... Um, one thing that I think was kind of cute here, coming from the uh, Florida Panhandle, uh, where they uh, this uh, billboard was spotted. So, uh, and forgive the audio quality on this just a little bit, if you will, but this won't take long. John's taking audio lessons. Only in Florida, ladies and gentlemen. Never heard a thing, so I can't wait. Can't wait to watch this again. I don't get any of John's audio here. By the way, we have a little something. Speaking of Matt Gates and the whole uh, Trump Trump clan, uh, somebody put this up on Twitter. It's on the website. I'd like you all to to take a gander, if you will, if you will. Isn't it rich? Are we a pair? Me here at last on the ground, you in midair. Send in the clown. Send in the clown. <laughs> and again, on the website for your uh, enjoyment, a full credit is given to the 
person that cooked that up. It's the, it's the clown show. It's the Trump clown show, and uh, the one of the one of Junior really really, that's something. That's but you know it's it's that what's really funny about that and not well not funny in a ha ha way either <laughs> is that how all these individuals seem to be cut from the same uh, cloth. You know they all they all all want to be like Trump. I mean. Gates, you know, his daddy, his daddy is a gazillionaire and he's he riding his daddy's uh, coattails. Uh, Trump, you know, of course, you know, he got his first million from his daddy. First 400 uh, million. By the way, the million story is a, that's a, a what's the word I want to coin it? Oh, hoax. Really? Yeah. It's 400 something million. Oh, but Jesus, I didn't get a million bucks, even if it was just a million. I didn't get a million from my daddy. The best my old man could do was, uh, I mean, we were so poor, he gave me a hat so I could look out the window. We. Uh... <laughs> you want to know the only thing I inherited from my father? Male pattern baldness. Male, Paul, male pattern baldness. That is what I inher inherited from my father. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Daddy. You were good to me while I was alive. Or while he was alive, I should say. Uh, but, uh, yeah, nonetheless, I didn't uh, didn't get a whole lot of coin from him when he Look, passed on. Looks good on you. Looks good. By the way, uh, we... we, we... Speaking of the Republicans, and I wanted to, I wanted to get back to just briefly the George Floyd thing for a second, and this was from T Pain at T Pain USA. By the way, if you're not following him, you should be. Uh, Republicans claim a handful of people begging police to stop killing George Floyd was a quote unquote angry mob, but thousands of white traders attacking Capitol Police were quote unquote peaceful protesters. Oh yeah, that is. Uh... That's right. A million bucks ain't what it used to be. That's right. That's right, Edward. Thank you very much for chiming in with that. It's, uh, you know, a million here, a million there. Next thing you know, you're talking about real money. Yeah. So, well, I tell you what. Um, what? You know. What? Quickly becoming my, my hero. Who that? Is uh, is is one press secretary? Oh, the, uh, she is quickly quickly becoming my hero. She's here. my girl. As she's yeah, uh, is she is battle? Is she is uh, swatting away these flies <laughs> from uh, from news? I think it's this guy from Newsmax that wants to continuously be her antagonist. Wait, wait, wait! wait. You know who that guy is, don't you? I have no clue and don't care. His name is Peter Ducey. And his old man is the nitwit that sits on the left on Fox and Friends. Oh. And he's, <sighs> he's, with, he's with Fox, I believe. Oh. So, anyways, uh, there was a question posed. Well, I'll just let you uh, listen oh. to this. Oh, please do. Uh, is the White House concerned that Major League Baseball is moving their All-Star game to Colorado, where voting regulations are very similar to Georgia? Well, let me just refer refute uh, the first point uh, you made. Uh, first, let me say, um, on Colorado, um, Colorado uh, allows you to register on election day. Uh, Colorado has voting by mail, where they send to 100% of people in the state uh, who are eligible uh, applications to vote by mail. 94% of people in Colorado voted by mail in the 2020 election. 
Uh, and they also allow for a range of um, uh, materials to provide, uh, even if they vote on election day, for the limited number of people who, who vote on election day. I think it's important to remember the context here. Uh, the Georgia legislation is built on a lie. Uh, it's There was no widespread fraud in the 2020 election. Uh, Georgia's top Republican election officials have acknowledged that repeatedly in interviews. Uh, and what there was, however, was record-setting turnout, especially by voters of color. So. Instead, what we're seeing here is in, for politicians who didn't like the outcome, uh, they're not changing their policies uh, to win more votes. They're changing the rules to exclude more voters. And we certainly see the circumstances as different. But ultimately, sorry, let me add one more thing. It's up to Major League Baseball to determine where they're holding their all-star game. Okay. You go, girl. You go. Oh, like I said, she is quickly, quickly becoming my favorite. By the way, yeah, uh, beware of those fiery redheads. You want to be careful around redheads. I'm, I'm related to a couple of them, and you want no part of that. By the way, uh, if we want to get into the difference between what's going on in Georgia and Colorado, and by the way, I didn't see Colorado. We talked about this, was it last week, about where the All-Star game might go? I didn't see Colorado. I didn't see it at all, but I get it. I get it. Uh Interesting uh, home run uh, uh, derby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you and I could be blasted <laughs> out of the park. That's yeah, you know, no kidding. You, you know what they need to do with that stadium out there? It needs to have the dimensions of the old polo grounds here in New York where the Giants used to play, where the Mets started. Center field was like 8,000 feet, and down the lines was 250 feet. If you've never seen a picture of the of the polo grounds from above, you need to Google that. It was a very odd shaped state. It was perfect for football and uh, yeah, I was gonna polo. say that like dimensions of a football field. Yeah, it was great for football. Great for football, but uh, or or maybe a polo pitch. Or it, it, that's. <laughs> That's uh, I but but that's uh, that's what they need to do in Colorado. Have uh, down the lines five hundred eighty feet. And, well, and congratulations Denver. to uh, the city of Denver and to the state of Colorado. And by the way, it, we're not talking necessarily. Look at look at how open the voting is in Colorado. And isn't it isn't like it's necessarily a bastion of, li of liberalism there? Let me uh, let, let me. I have here in my hot little hand some, not all, of the differences between. Uh, Colorado and Georgia. And this isn't a bit. This is for real. So um, it mail-in ballots. Colorado sends a ballot to every active registered voter. In Georgia, a voter must request a ballot. The Secretary of State and other officials are now banned from even sending applications to everyone. Uh, In-person voter ID. Colorado allows various non-photo ID for in-person voting, including a birth certificate, recent bill, bank statement, check, Georgia requires photo ID, a mail voter ID. Colorado doesn't require additional ID from mail voters after a newly registered person has their ID verified once. From then, it's a signature system. Georgia now requires a form of ID for every mail vote. Uh, drop boxes, part one. Colorado's drop boxes are open 24 hours a day until the evening of election day. Georgia's now have to be inside, available only during early voting hours, and shut down the Friday before Election Day. 
Dropboxes Part 2. Colorado encourages the use of Dropboxes. Georgia just imposed strict limits. In the 2020 general, both Denver and Atlanta's Fulton County had 38 boxes. Denver can keep that number. Fulton says it's being forced down to 8 boxes. From 38 down to 8. Voter registration. Colorado allows same-day voter registration on Election Day. Someone can show up, register, and vote in that election. Georgia's registration deadline is the fifth Monday before Election Day. Somebody's, nobody's going to be able to figure that one out. Uh, food and water. Colorado says even campaigns can give out food and drink to voters in line as long as they don't wear candidate party attire. That seems fair and reasonable to me. Georgia says no person can give out food and drink to voters within 25 feet of the line with the exception of self-served water set up by the election staff. Uh, I feel for the, for the folks in Georgia because it does affect a lot of people, uh, not necessarily uh, just people of color. Of course, it, you know, low income and all that. Of course, it's, it's aimed at them. To uh, I, I I mean, why is it you can't have have collection boxes all over the place? Just uh, Oregon does it. Just put them all over. There are ways that look. Colorado's been doing strictly mail-in voting for years now. They haven't had any significant problems. And again, this goes back to look. We we understand Georgia. What happened in Georgia has been. They were look. Nothing happened there. There was no massive fraud and the the cases of fraud they did turn up all turned out to be republicans you know trying to cheat for trump and again it goes back to why is it that just the top of the ticket is the fraud part part where where somebody voted for biden but then went republican down the ticket well then the whole ticket should be uh discounted oh no no, no. yeah the whole ballot, I should say. Oh, no, no, Excuse no, no. Me. Well, unfortunately, what you're seeing here and why this seems to be a problem in states such as Georgia. Look at Texas. Texas is uh, starting to craft laws like this. These people, these these Republicans, these old sto- stogie-ass white guys are seeing their grip on power slowly fading away. Georgia is no longer known as a a yeehaw no. ex-Confederate state. No, Atlanta is is a is an international city now. Yeah, absolutely. And people there these people are seeing this slip away, slip out of their hands little by little mm-hmm. all the time. Uh, and the same thing's happening to, to Texas. I mean, you're starting to see parts of Texas. You know where some of the uh, biggest issues that, uh, that they're having in Texas. I know one. Uh, Here, I, I know one. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. That's one of its Pretty big, much. biggest problems. But but guess where they're targeting a lot of these uh, these rules that they're talking about in Texas? And I don't have these have this in front of me but it's it's surely to become law because of course you you've got the i don't know if it's an assembly or a legislature down there i'm not quite sure about about all that but surely whatever passes is going to get signed by uh by uh 
by the governor down there. Uh, but a lot of it's aimed at Harris County, which is Houston, not other than Houston, Houston. Uh, or or, because ha- or as we say here, Houston. Yeah, that too. <laughs> we do. We call it Houston. But we have Houston Street. It's I don't understand it. No, neither do I. But it, it's it's what it is. You're having these areas where you have strong pockets of minority voters, mm-hmm. legal minority voters. But we don't want those minorities to be voting because oh, no. heaven forbid they're they're not gonna they're not gonna vote Republican because the Republicans aren't gonna come up with anything worth worth two grains of salt. I, I saw a stat the other day and I can't remember the exact number, but it was like there are twenty two states, which would mean forty four senators that total uh forty million people. The state of California has 40 million people, and it has two senators. Mm-hmm. That's uh, just just one of those. Oh, by the way, this just in, talking about boycotts and all that, uh, apparently uh, Donald Trump Jr. is joining the boycott against Coke and will be switching to meth. So you heard it here first. That's all you get. That's all I needed. All That's all I you needed. Get. All I needed. And I got, uh, let's see, something else here. First, Republicans boycotted the NFL because players took a knee. Then, they boycotted the NBA because those players knelt. Next, they boycotted NASCAR because it banned the Confederate flag. Now, they boycott the uh, Major League Baseball because it's standing up for voting rights. But they want to complain about cancel culture? Hypocrites. Mm Mm-hmm. What did I do with it here? Oh, by the oh. By, by the way, here of course, of course, the Republicans had something to uh, to say about this whole uh, this whole deal, and and of course, one of the first ones to speak up about uh, different CEOs and different uh, corporations who are taking a stand now here, such as Coca Cola and a few others. Uh, of course, here's here's Mitch McConnell. Hmm. And I found it completely discouraging to find a bunch of corporate CEOs uh, getting in the middle of politics. My advice to the corporate CEOs of America is to stay out of politics. Hmm. And, and then you know what he said after that. Well, of course, he said, yeah, if you want to keep donating your right. money to. Right. Uh, right. Oh, no, no. We, so- we, we don't want you to close your checkbooks, but uh, keep, keep your opinions to yourself, just like the women. And the and the colored well, people and the and, and the uh, you know older white men yeah, older white men make the decisions in this country as far as Mitch McConnell is concerned. By the way, I Trump, Trump called him an idiot ahead. the other day. I it was at the at this little gathering they had down in Mar-a-Lago. I was just going to get to that. I just read about he, it this uh, morning. Uh, he used a little bit. Uh, Trump used a little bit more colorful language than that, but uh, but. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Keep kissing the ring there, McConnell. I mean, you just, you, you, he's not going to, McConnell, I thought for a, a, a minute moment, was actually going to grow a set yeah. and actually stand up to Trump. But he yeah. just. Yeah, he he, 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 he turned right back on that literally within what, hours? 
by the way, did you happen to see, uh, this isn't a, a true bet turn, so it doesn't get the sound effect, but did you happen to see on HBO the uh, QAnon ser- miniseries? I heard about it. I didn't get, get to see it. All right, I watched it. It was six parts. Actually, I didn't watch all six because uh, I found out the ending at, uh, at the end of episode four uh, about who Q, Q really is. Apparently, they've known for months. Uh, this this guy named Ron Watkins. Do your own research on Ron Watkins. It's, uh, uh, but uh, somebody named Steve Hofstetter put this tweet out the other day about QAnon. It's a, <laughs> describing it. QAnon, a group of people who can use a poorly photoshopped, out of context image to try to prove someone is a pedophile, but when they see Venmo transactions that reference paying for sex with a teenager, they don't want anybody to jump to conclusions. Mm-hmm. So, just, just remember, Jim Jordan. Just, or just remember, not Jim Jordan. Excuse me, uh, Gates. He's come. He wants to date your daughter. That's right. That's right. And he firmly believes in the Brigham Young theory. Oh, hey, I, this, this is so not funny, but it is. It is kind of funny. And you're going to tell it anyway. You're going to say it. Go yeah, ahead. you're right. You're Guards, right. Guards and letters, uh, kids, that was, way. That way. I do believe I did see an image of uh, Matt Gates uh, at a middle school here. Uh, <laughs> was he with, Was he driving a van with bags of candy? Uh, no, but he was in a, he was in a uh, middle school uh, gymnasium. I think he had some little assembly. Yeah, I'll bet he did. Uh, <laughs> I'll bet he did. Only in Florida. Hey, Why is it that Florida breeds such odd politicians? Want, what is right, it? All right, I want to say this. First off, many, many of the people, not, not just the politicians, but everybody there is from someplace else. Now, that's not entirely true. There's plenty of Florida natives. But bear in mind, when you get up into the panhandle in central Florida, Man, that's a whole different place. And I mean that literally. Mm-hmm. It is an entire different place. Hell, part of that panhandle's in a different time zone, for goodness sake. So that's your time zone, by the way. And uh, by mm-hmm. the way, a little piece of trivia, not only have John and I never been in the same room together, we've never been in the same time zone together. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> uh, it's the water, it's the heat. You can, you know, people traditionally... Long ago, they used Florida as uh, stomping grounds. They come down and uh, try to cheat the people. You got to remember, especially in the Panhandle, that's the South, and that's that is the Deep South. So, uh, and a lot of folks don't never really cared about what went on in over the entire state because they weren't quote unquote from there. They didn't live there all the time, especially down in South Florida. They're down for the winter, and then. Psh, back up to North Carolina for the summer or, you know, a couple of months in New York or New Jersey. And, oh, I, 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 I'm going to stop there. This is uh, without question because I don't want to forget this. Emergency bat. Now, earlier in the first hour, we posted a picture that with, with very little context. And you might be asking yourself, why? Why did I have that picture there? Well, as you know, all these celebrity deaths come in threes. And we had Prince Philip, DMX, and now posting up, if you're watching us, uh, you'll see. <laughs> it's an image of a real piano, a real photo. It says R.I.P. Wiley Coyote. I found this 
on uh, Twitter. I think it's hilarious. It's a, this is a real... If you look in the picture, you'll see other people put out bulk stuff for trash and somebody <laughs> smart enough to catch in this R.I.P. Wiley Coyote and put, put his legs coming out. I think it's funny. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Apparently, Jen doesn't think so. But we'll take it. Beep, beep your ass. <laughs> now, I like that. Oh, I saw, I, that. I saw that on a T-shirt. I was about 12 years old. And some, I won't go into who was wearing it. So this is about 1971. And a T-shirt had an, an image of Wiley Coyote holding the, the Roadrunner by the neck. And the caption was, beep, beep your ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. Love it to this. Love, love it, love it, love it. Uh, I, I actually had a T-shirt made up. Uh, that uh, I, I used to love it when the um, back in the days when spray painting T-shirts was a real thing. Spray, I had one made wait up. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Spray painting or tie dye? Did I no not tie dye? Did I air, airbrush? Airbrush. airbrush. Oh, okay. okay. Thank you. You're welcome. But they were they were. Uh, I, I come up with this idea. Thought it was funnier than hell. Back in the days, you remember Spuds McKenzie. Sure. The party animal. Sure. Bud Light. So I uh, had a uh, I had a truck just recently had run over a Miller Light truck that just run over Spud saying, sorry, Spud's party's over. Are you sure you came up with that? I did. Hmm. Okay. Well, let me put it this way. If I didn't, it was the first time I mean, I didn't see it anywhere else on media. Somebody owes you money. Well, I no, I, I saw so. the, I saw somebody with that T-shirt. I can remember that, but that's okay. No, I didn't. Uh, I swear to God, it was just one one day. I was uh, that was my beer of choice at the time. Was uh, was Miller Lite? You know what? You know why and, Miller Lite was popular? Because it was it tasted great. Well, it's less filling, but that's neither here nor there. Not taste free. Less filling. Duck season. <laughs> Rabbit season. <laughs> oh, no, light beer is popular because nobody likes a fat drunk. I beg your pardon. No need to beg. No need to beg. Uh, Annie loves me. <laughs> Annie is a. Uh, look, I'm, I'm not going to speak ill will of the. Uh, of the ill. Oh, that was ill will of the ill. By the way, we wish uh, Granny Annie the best. She's uh, she's uh, resting comfortably right now, and uh, uh, she'll always she always bounces back. By the way, apropos of nothing here, uh, I found which one we do rather well. That's our specialty. I found this little <laughs> video. It is uh, it is Tom Brady. At Disney, he's up there with and Kylo Ren. Now, pay, pay close attention, especially at the end. Now, and, before you go into this, before you hit this, who is Kylo Ren? I he's I'm not a Star Wars guy. That's who Adam Driver played in Star Wars. He he's in the last three. He's uh, I think he was Darth Vader's son. 
Okay, now and thank you. Okay, so this is the attraction at, at Disney or Universal or whatever which one it is. MGM, I don't know. But there's Tom Brady just as uh just he's just there being being a guy. And uh so they have this outdoor stage show. And uh take a listen. And by the way, you don't need the video for this, but take a listen. The dark side calls to you. You must make a choice. Will you join us? No thanks. I'm already on a winning team. <laughs> a bold answer. Not wise, but bold. <laughs> you, you don't it? think that was set up? or? Well, you know what? Because they do these shows over and over and over again. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they had walked by at one point and said, you know, let's let's do it. You know, either way, it doesn't matter. It's funny. It's, yeah, it is, it is. It has a little bit of, you know, so let's look. I'm look. already I'm already bored with the new Brady bunch here. So uh, look, look, look I, I had to get my ass beat by Tom Brady for 20 years. So if, if I can laugh at something like that, so can you look good for him. He went to another team, proved it wasn't Belichick. It was Brady. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, look, look what, uh, look what uh, Belichick had to deal with. Is he still going to coach the Patriots, or is I he finally? I haven't been following anything. Uh, I get, I get flooded in my social media with stuff about the Dolphins in the draft, and uh, mm-hmm. apparently, most Dolphin fans agree we don't need a quarterback right now. But uh, twenty-two weeks till the season kicks off. John and Ed versus the Rubes. Yeah, there you go. Just, just keep. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to uh, spread that near and far here. We're gonna. We're going to invite uh, our listeners. Rolando, Rolando. By the way, Rolando's in Florida this week. That's probably why he hasn't uh, chimed in and said anything to what, us. We we broadcast into Florida. How do I know that? Because I lived there. For goodness' sake. Yeah, well, he's got better things to do than to deal oh, with well, us. That, that makes a whole lot more sense. I get that. Mm-hmm. I had much better things to do than to do this show, but I do it anyway. And why do I do it? I yeah. do it for you kids and the kittens. Yeah. I've toyed <laughs> with the idea of getting a but, cat. Yeah, that's a... Uh, that's gonna be the uh, that's gonna be the theme. We're gonna we're gonna open it up to everybody, and because we're doing this on a point system, which Ed brought into it uh, into the mix last year, uh, all you got to do play to win. That's it. Play that's to win, it. and we're gonna have prizes. And the rules committee, the competition committee, is still working out the details uh, because mm-hmm. a they have to. You know, as we all know, John cheats. So it's one thing when he cheats me. We can't have him cheating the listeners. And, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody likes a sore winner. Who won this year? Oh, I won, <laughs> didn't I? Yeah, yeah, you did. I did. You should see the, the, the Gilchrist ceremonial sippy cup. It looks, it's just out of camera range here. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. You should get one. Oh, sorry. Ah, well, anyway, uh, damn, my nose itches. What's the phrase I'm looking for? Oh, moving on. Exactly. <laughs> uh, hey, so I got to ask you something. Sure. Because you've never, we've never really talked about it on this show. Are you, uh, are you paying any attention to the Masters? <laughs> I didn't pay any attention to the Masters before the controversy. 
No, I'm not a golf guy. Are you not a golf guy either? Well, well, I, I know somebody else that isn't a golf guy. By the way, hold on one second. Uh, a man had 17 daughters. Uh, his wife gave birth to their 18th daughter. What did he have? A hole in one? I don't know. A golf course. Good Lord. Cards and letters. What has two thumbs and needs cards and letters? This guy. Here we go. So there's somebody else that doesn't uh, share a, Who a love for golf. Well, and by the way, uh, if you have little kids in the room, oh I, would suggest you, I would suggest that you move them into another room at this moment. I got state. just a place for low-cost housing. I have solved this problem. I know where we can build housing for the homeless. Golf courses. Perfect. Golf courses. Just what we need. Plenty of good land in nice neighborhoods. Land that is currently being wasted on a meaningless, mindless activity engaged in primarily by white, well-to-do male businessmen who use the game to get together to make deals to carve this country up a little finer among themselves. I am getting tired. Really? I am getting tired of these golfing cocksuckers in their green pants and their yellow pants and their orange pants and their precious little hats and their cute little golf carts. It is time to reclaim the golf courses from the wealthy and turn them over to the homeless. Golf is an arrogant elitist game and it takes up entirely too much fucking room in this country too much fucking room in this country it is it is an arrogant game on its very design alone just the design of the game speaks of arrogance think of how big a golf course is the ball is that fucking big what do these pinheaded pricks need with all that land there are over 17,000 golf courses in America. They average over 150 acres apiece. That's over 3 million acres. That's 4,820 square miles. You could build two Rhode Islands and a Delaware for the homeless on the land currently devoted to this meaningless, mindless, arrogant, elitist, racist, racist. There's another thing. The only blacks you'll find in country clubs are carrying trays and a boring game for boring people. Do you ever watch golf on television? It's like watching flies fuck. <laughs> and a mindless game, mindless. Think of the intellect. Think of the intellect it must take to draw pleasure from this activity. Hitting a ball with a crooked stick and then walking after it. And then hitting it again. I say, pick it up, asshole. You're lucky you found the fucking thing. Put it in your pocket and go the fuck home. Go the fuck home. You're a winner. No. No chance of that happening. Dorco and the plaid knickers is going to hit it again and walk some more. Let these rich cocksuckers play miniature golf. Let them fuck with a windmill for an hour and a half or so. See if there's any real skill among them. I know there are some people who play golf who don't consider themselves rich. Fuck them. And shame on them for engaging in an arrogant, elitist pastime. Hey! (laughs) 
your are your ears burning there completely? Well, not mine. I mean, I'm I'm a Carlin fan, and I'm a, I'm accustomed to it. But, ladies and gentlemen, I promise you, before long, we will teach John how to edit audio and video. Nah, 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 nah. That would that would make too much sense. Yeah, that or I will process these things anyway. Yes, of course, George Carlin always speaks the truth, to truth. And, uh, and and it's it's funny that is exactly what I exactly how I feel about golf. I've played the game. I Bill and I played golf one time in a municipal uh, golf course, uh-huh. and I think I probably played a, a regulation course. Uh, maybe one other time I played a couple of uh, of uh, par three courses. But I think I can count on one hand the number of times I've played golf in my yeah. entire life. All three of my brothers, uh, all three of my brothers play. My one brother is is loves his golf. He'd he'd be out there golfing in the snow, and I believe he has. Uh, he's fanatical about it, and you know, look, I look at it as just a walk in the park ruined by a game. Uh, the, the couple of times I played, my favorite part was driving the golf cart. Uh, I, I oh absolutely. I can see deriving some pleasure from it, but Carlin's not wrong. It takes up an awful lot of space. It does. It it, it really does. Uh, I I I'm sorry. Maybe it's because I sucked at it. To be quite honest with you, I realized oh, early on that that if first off you don't see any real fat golfers, somebody with a with true. a belly like not true. Now, well, I know, like I think John Daly comes to mind. Oh, you haven't He's spent no, 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 my friend. You have not spent a lot of time on golf courses or taking people to golf courses. Trust me, trust me. They are out there in numbers, in numbers. Well, okay. So my little alligator arms. I guess I have a hard time to, uh, navigating around this belly. Well, that's you. That's your uh, particular issue. I I get that. So. Every everything, and the other thing is too is I played softball for a number of years. You can't help but try but put a softball swing on that ball, and what does it do? It takes a nice little slice to the point where towards the end of one particular round, I actually was playing the slice. I was literally hitting, taking a swing at the ball, knowing that it was going to slice off in this direction. And then I actually, eh, well, that's short the, game still sucked, but uh, <laughs> that's the that's the idea. You figure out where your shots are going, you make your adjustments. But you were using the Happy Gilmore method, pretty much. Yeah, pretty I, much. I but, I do though. I think that golf it is it's the masters. And and Carlin, okay, he says, you know, yeah, he mentions racists. Okay, yeah. Shannon, so steps, this, Shannon, I, Shannon steps up to the tee. He's trying to look at the ball. His belly's in the way. Here comes his caddy. Pretty much. Here comes his caddy <laughs> to move the belly out of the way. Yeah, you're not far off on that one. And by the way, really? I, I, if you can't hit that ball without there being a, a, a pin drop silence, maybe you should. You're outdoors for God's sake. How quiet do you need it to be? Look, you get you got guys in Major League Baseball who have hundred mile an hour fastballs coming at them, and then seventy thousand people are screaming 
and yet they still manage to hit that ball. You're hitting a tiny little ball stationary on the ground, and it's contrasted, but it's green, and the ball is white, and you can see it, and there's they keep the people back from you, so they're not... Uh, mm. Stop and think about it. In most Major League ballparks, the fans are closer to the batter than... Uh, that then the golf people are the golf spectators are to to uh, the golfers. Uh, boy, I was I was this close to a rant, and I'm not sure if I should let the beast out. Well, hey, hey, release the hounds. Yeah, it's too late. Feeling past. Oh, oh, wow, that quick, huh? Quick, it's, it's like being a teenager all over again. But that's the one thing I, I do definitely share that same uh, that same uh, feeling with with Carlin I, when it comes to golf courses and golfing and what have you. Yeah, he's I, right. Let them play on a damn mini golf on a putt putt yeah, uh, course. Your, there's your challenge. The last time I played, and I've only played a couple of times. I was, uh, and it's been been a long, long, long time. Uh, it was me and my ex, and her sister was visiting, and uh, her boyfriend, Neil. Neil was a great guy. He was also a, what they call a scratch golfer. Not a pro, but very, very good. He played for money. I, I'm not really sure of the definition. Uh, her sister played. She was very good at golf. So they said, come on, we'll all go play golf together. Okay, and, you know, we, we didn't play, but we went anyway. So we're playing what they call best ball, and I, I forget exactly how the rules go. I think teams of two, and whosever ball is in a better position. I, I honestly, I don't, I don't really remember. Yeah, I'm familiar with. I'm familiar with. Or that, you win the uh, hole. You win the hole. I, I don't know. Anyway, so, so we're going along and we're playing, and it's like on the odd number holes, I, I, I couldn't hit the ball. For, I hated the game, and on the even-numbered holes, well, things seemed to go my way. It was like, it's the frustrating, what I learned, the frustrating thing about golf. There's no consistency to how much you enjoyed or hate the game. It fluctuates. So anyway, we're on 17. 16. I'm sorry, 16. And I've got a putt. I've got a 40-foot putt to the to the hole. Neil is standing there, and uh, actually everybody's standing there. So I get up, I do the best I can, and my only reference here is miniature golf. And I'm already thrown because the ball's not orange, you know? Uh, but I took my putt. No, it was 20 foot. That's right. 16 was 20 foot. And I sunk it. I sunk it. And Neil was going berserk. He says, geez, I know guys that have been playing golf for, for years. They can't make that putt. Uh, yeah, okay, that was great. It was fabulous. It was. Now we move on to 17. Now I had the 40-foot putt. And it was funny because I said, oh, in a million years, I could never do that again. Well, guess what happened with the 40-foot putt? Hey, look, I make no claims to golf proficiency. That was the last time I played. It was uh, 20 years ago. Uh, it was uh, pre-September 11th. I can tell you that much. Uh, but I sank those two putts in a row, and, and it felt nice. But I've never picked up a golf club since. I, I pretty much retired at that point. 
Let's face it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're Quit while you're ahead, in you other words. Know it. You got it, Pally Boy. You got it. Um, mm. So, I think we're... Uh, what else so, are we talking about today? Well, I guess the era of social uh, distancing is in the past now, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, have you... Uh, did you happen to see the... Uh, uh, see the uh, Rangers uh, new stadium there, nice and packed full of baseball fans. Show enough. Show enough. Although I will and say, if- Greg Abbott, Governor Greg Abbott, does uh, he throws a good pitch for a guy in a wheelchair. I mean, you know, not that they can't, a guy in a wheelchair can't throw, but he has a very good pitch. He threw out a first pitch. When did he? I thought he wasn't. I thought he wasn't. Oh, uh, you know what? It was from his. Uh, uh, couple of years ago that's what the uh, okay uh, yeah because I, he was he decided he did not want to yeah. throw out the first pitch because he didn't want to uh give major league baseball the satisfaction right so it, that- is, it is what it is we all have our motivation for doing whatever the hell we do you know that's that's all good and fine but this- I, I don't care if he boycotts it i don't care but this is why if, uh, this i'm cutting you off this is why we're going to have so much trouble getting past this thing. Yes, kids and kittens, we all know we're all tired of it. But again, COVID's not tired of you. Mm-hmm. COVID is still full of piss and vinegar, vim and vigor. It's bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. It wants you. And it's bringing its cousins along. It's having such a good time here. It's bringing its friends so, you know, you want to go watch a ball game? Again, I get it. I understand it. Do I want to sit here with a sore arm? No. Do I want to wear a mask? No. Do I want to do any of that? No. But I'm going to. Uh, well, it's an infringement on my rights. Well, you're infringing on my rights to stay alive. By, uh, you know. You think, that, you think that's bad, too? Uh, we, of course, I... I'm sorry. I'm still a wrestling fan, and uh, I know you didn't see any of uh, see any of this. But uh, they held uh, uh, WrestleMania. WrestleMania now is a two night event, by the way, for, for WWE fans. It's on Peacock. Uh, it's on Peacock. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, Raymond James Stadium was packed to the gills. It wasn't a matter of. I thought when they said they were going to have. Uh, fans there. I thought maybe they do something like maybe 10 or, you know, 10,000, 15,000 or whatever. Oh, no, absolutely not. Every freaking seat in that stadium was filled. It was, I, you want to talk about, uh, uh, what, what, what do they use? The, what's the term they use for hot spots or, or whatever it's called. Uh, super, what, super, uh, spread, super spreader events. Super spreader events. Thank you. It, yeah. Be careful down. Uh, be careful down around the Tampa area. And it isn't bad enough that they've they've done it once. They did it yesterday for the first part of uh, WrestleMania. They're going to repeat the act today. Sure. Why uh, don't you? And you'd think maybe maybe if if you believe in such things. Maybe uh, maybe it was a sign. Uh, yesterday, for the first time in all the years they've had, they've done WrestleManias, and uh, and they've done a couple of them in outdoor stadiums over the years. 
they actually had to delay the event for about a half an hour or so because there was a thunderstorm passing through the area with real lightning and real thunder. Yeah. Man, if you if you believe in such things, man, like that a sign from above. This wasn't such a good idea. Hey, you know what? I uh I say if you believe in such things. I, I I'm going to withhold comment. Because mm-hmm. because you don't want me starting to go on the wrestling fans, and uh, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna tap out as they is, isn't that the saying in the wrestling? Game? That's that's a term. Right. That is definitely a term. I'm going to tap out. Uh, I mean, we've used that term here on on one or two yeah. occasions, but uh, no, so, because you will be very very upset with me if I if I go off on that tangent. So, hey, tell you what here, um, just if nothing else, just to piss off Ed for just a minute or two, uh, we're going to take one more break no, here and then not. we'll kind no, of wrap up. No, we're not because we're, we're only about seven minutes away from ending. John, if you need to go, go. I've got stuff. Oh, okay. Well, John. do as they say, as they say, do your thing. See ya. <laughs> Well, I thought we'd never get rid of him. Uh, let's put let let's play something from uh, from our good friend Chip Franklin. Uh, as always, as always, this is always a good watch. Take a take a look and a listen. A poorly drafted bill knock this nation still harder. Biden's stimulus is wildly popular. Americans love it. Republicans love it too, taking credit for its effectiveness and popularity. But here's the rub. Not one of them voted for it. Z fucking zero Republicans voted for Biden's stimulus. They shit the bed. Now they want credit. The economy is coming back. People are getting vaccine. We're on the way out of this. You know, Republicans are like high school boys lying about sex with high school girls they never had. I have traveled with a 17-year-old woman. Well, he has his own stimulus. The unemployment rate's going to be below 5%. That's Republican Senator Roger Wicker. He spoke against it. He lobbied against it. Here's how he voted. Mr. Wicker, no. Now he's taking credit for how the stimulus bill helps small business. This is classic lying Republican bullshit. Full conservatives cutting Medicaid and Social Security, then giving trillions to defense. Something about the rockets and Freud, I guess. He referred to my hands. If they're small, something else must be small. Goddamn right. Go fuck yourself. Winning. Yes! Jeff Franklin, uh, as always, uh, giving us giving us the good stuff. Giving us the good stuff. We're, uh, we're here. We're, we're getting ready to sign off for the day. John just couldn't hold it. Uh, something I, I picked up during the week. Uh, no, no, not a, not a disease or anything like that. Uh, just a little list here of federal income taxes paid last year. It's a very interesting list for, uh, let's see, Uber paid a grand total of zero, Lyft a grand total of zero, Airbnb a grand total of zero, Peloton, WeWork, Zillow, Snap, Nicola. How much did they pay combined? Zero dollars. So, when, when you can't get things done and infrastructure is falling apart, remember, we have many, many corporations out there that will just not only cheat you, cheat its workers, cheat its independent contractors, but it will beat that money right out of the government because they paid off just the right amount of people to not have to pay federal taxes. And, and the fed, income taxes for corporations I, I mean there should be no exemptions how is it how is it companies that big pay less than uh 
your, your average working stiff. It, it's, you know, I know what I pay. I get a little refund depending I'm in the, I'm in New York state. We, uh, they, they hammer us and hammer us pretty good here. I don't get, don't get a refund from that. But anyway, getting back on a more, uh, a lighter note, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's, who has come back to join us for the final three minutes of the show. See, you could have just let me uh, run a little bit of a break and uh, we'd have been, it'd have been just fine. We were fine without you there, Pookie. We managed oh. to, to hold off. Unlike some people, we can wait. We can just wait. Oh. Good gosh. Would would you like a medal or a chest pin or not? Just don't hit the scar. That's all I ask. Okay. Yeah, I suppose the scar tissue might be a little tough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well. Totally get that. Well. Totally understand it. Well, I'll keep saying well until he stops talking. Well, I can't. Well. Well. well, I can't speak for the rest of you, but as, as always, once we come on the air, uh, the adrenaline pumps, we feel, in. trust me, and I'm sure we would have talked about it this morning. Uh, we've talked about it before. It's getting our butts to the chairs, to the microphones. Uh, do we really want to do this today? And then for two hours, we're just happy as clams. And I can tell you what, I'm happy as a clam right now. I'm happy to be here. I, I love doing this show. But I can promise you this, in three minutes... <laughs> Your boy going to be, <laughs> it's all going to drain out of him. And uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm really feeling the effects of this, this vaccine. And uh, I'm putting on the brave face right now. Uh, but I'm well, glad I and, got it. I'm glad I got it. The listening public is, is thankful for you to, that you showed up here. It was, gave us a little comedy relief here for a while. while you were, they dropped more damn F-bombs than Carlin did, for crying out loud. Oops. Uh, and <laughs> it was up to you to mute me on that side, you stupid son of a... <sighs> what can I say? You could say... You, it, it, anyway. it made it made for it made for fun times. Let's just put it that way. Hashtag big time professional radio. So, oh yeah, oh absolutely. So as so we wind yeah. down here, let's. Uh, I'm, I'm once again. I'm gonna my best out there to Granny Annie. I hope you're feeling better. I'll get more details from John in about a minute and a half because we had the hashtag big time professional radio issues at the beginning of the show, and uh, we were unable to have our little chit chat. I think it's time to say goodbye. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for joining us here. From Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. That's Ed Van Ness. And I got the money. See ya! I'm begging you, baby, won't you please stop? You talk too much.
out your tush, hands on your hips, give them a push. You'll be surprised you're doing the French mistake. Voila! Come on, try it, move those feet along. Fifty million Frenchmen can't be wrong. Whee! Throw out your hands, stick out your tush, hands on your hips, give them a push. You'll be surprised you're doing the French mistake. Voila!